0: Hi everyone, it's me, Sabella. I'm laying in bed, I'm just chilling, just like really trying to relax today. Um, I wanted, uh, this episode is going to be a little different, and maybe I say that with every episode, (laughs) and they end up not being different, Um, but I want to talk about how we lose hope how there's that sense of well, nothing will ever get better, how everything is just going to shit, how the planet is dying, and fuck it, we're gonna die, and people are dying, and fuck it, we're gonna die, and <coughs> oh, sorry about that, um, and how there's nothing we can do about it, and this really like nihilistic point of view, right. And everyone's been there. I'd be a whole-ass liar if I said I haven't been really nihilistic about this shit at one point. How the weight of the world just completely weighs you down and you don't feel like there's anything ever you could do. Um, when, when the problems are so much bigger than us, than the individual, than the collective. When there's just so much we would have to dismantle it's not just you know giving the billionaire money to the people it's dismantling the system it's completely tearing it down like (laughs) like that episode of spongebob where squidward is like and we're gonna tear it down board by board like that that scene (laughs) now that i'm a full-grown adult i completely like resonate with Squidward I mean he fucking sells out (laughs) but I mean we all do kind of have to sell out right we all can talk about how much we fucking hate capitalism and how much of a fucking like awful thing it is and how much we hate the systemic bullshit and how much we hate the state and like how much we don't like it but we participate in it because we don't really have a choice right like i don't have a choice but to participate i have to make money you know i have to survive i have to pay the rent i have to pay the bills i have to you know i also am young so i'm trying to save so i can have fun and and go out and live my life and everyone is eventually does have to give in you know it's not like we can make create a little commune and make our own clothes and (laughs) and grow our own vegetables because if we do that I mean we're called crazy right and maybe we shouldn't care but I don't think a commune would even work like it's it's a lot right so we all have to like participate in the system and by participating we feel really shitty about it right like I was sitting in one of my classes, um, and we're organizing this conference, like a women in gender studies conference. And I was talking to one of my professors, or my professor was talking, um, and we were talking how we have to get fundraising, how we have to get funds from from the state. And she was like, We wanna make sure we can get as much as we can She's like, in a sense, we want to bleed it dry. Because what we need to do is some radical shit. And I really liked that. <laughs> you just want to fucking bleed the state of all its resources and give them to the people. You know? So, even when you're consciously participating, like... I don't mean like participating out of out of willingness. You're you're conscious about what is going on and how things how you believe things should be. And and, you know, consumerism and people of the global south are fucking dying because of their economy, because of the environment, because of a lot of different factors. Right. Because of capitalism. I mean, let's really just say it how it is they're dying and coming here because of capitalism people are flooding to the global north because the islands are sinking their homes are being destroyed right like the amazon is still on fire let's not forget that shit is still burning there's still a problem you know people's livelihoods are being destroyed and they're they're coming to the global north and the global north isn't letting them in i mean look at what happened to the jamaicans to the Car- to the caribbeans people were trying to come here to seek asylum to seek refuge because the islands are almost gone cuz the water had come up so high that it destroyed entire like ecosystems and entire like livelihoods and they're trying to seek refuge and trump said no and it's not just donald trump i want us to remember that it's not just donald trump obama sucked too bush sucked clinton sucked every president that has ever existed fucking sucked right every president is a horrible human being andrew jackson was the literal fucking antichrist The dude was awful, and now he's on our money? (laughs) If that doesn't tell you about the American system, I don't know what to tell you. The dude slaughtered so many indigenous people. So much blood is on that guy's hands, and he's on our money? That tells you something about our money, too. That tells you something about our monetary system. I'll let you figure it out. I have my ideas. You know, I have... I have a bunch of theories about our money, but I want you guys to figure that out. You know, I want people to come to their own conclusions about shit. I want you to try to connect the dots. Like, why is Andrew Jackson on our money when he was like a genocidal maniac? Right? I saw this tweet saying that one day Donald Trump's going to be on our money. Hmm. (laughs) wouldn't you know (laughs) that tells you a lot about a lot but you know and it's not even just american presidents american leaders it's leaders all over the north right french leadership is fucking whack british leadership is fucking whack i haven't heard about the spaniards (laughs) <laughs> I haven't heard about the Spaniards in a while, but we we know anything about the history of the Spaniards. That shit is not probably right. <laughs> if you know anything about Spanish history, right, especially in the last like hundred, two hundred years, what what has gone on in in their country? Um. So it's a it's a global phenomenon of these horrible leaders, right? Brazil, India. Japan has a growing, like, right-wing community. Real interesting shit. They love Trump. A lot of people really do. But, so I'm saying all of this, right? And it feels like the weight of the world is on your shoulders. It feels like, oh my God, there's just so much going on. It's so internal. There's, like, it's cultural, it's internal, it's societal, it's it's everything. The entire system the entire world needs to change right and it feels so helpless and what do you do when you feel helpless and i don't really have the answer for you i know i usually have an answer right i'm like i'm a virgo rising and a virgo moon and i always have an answer um (laughs) it's one of the things i like about um queer spaces especially the queer space in my class is everyone's always just like oh it's like my it's it's my sagittarius moon <laughs> i'm super super neat because like I have, I have this like virgo stellium like it's just it's some cool shit and i really like how we can like talk about astrology in a way that isn't like fucking annoying um and we talk about like the tarot not like oh my god your your twin flame is coming like not like that kind of shit right i i really i really love I really love the spaces that I exist in as a graduate student now. Um, Anyways, this isn't the point. (laughs) The point is, how do you feel a sense of peace in a world that doesn't feel peaceful? Especially as someone who is like, conscious about this shit, especially someone who thinks about this shit, especially someone who's made a career out of this. Like even if you haven't made a career out of it, everyone thinks about this kind of shit, right? Everyone does. Everyone who actually wants to do something or actually feels compelled enough to to look wants to do something, right? Like a lot of people are kind of like awakening to the fact that class is a thing. <laughs> that not so much that class is a thing, but class loyalty is a thing. Especially with the whole Ellen DeGeneres shit. And there's a lot of really fucked up shit about Ellen DeGeneres. Like, I didn't even know. I, like, I don't want to be like Jamila, what's what's her name? Um, the actress on The Good Place who was like, I just found out about George W. Bush. And it's like, girl, you were like 22 when he left office. <laughs> what are you talking about? You, come on. <laughs> you, were 20, you were a grown adult um but I just found out about all this shit about Ellen DeGeneres and how the state really kind of controls her content and how she's a willing participant in the state um you guys can go into my twitter and and look it up I'll provide links as well so um you can just kind of go to it but Ellen DeGeneres sucks man and she's a big proponent of the state she definitely like is a class loyalist right so people are kind of coming to terms with this class loyalty and and waking up to it oh and mark ruffalo had this great reply i'm not like a celebrity like oh my god the celebrity like really said some cool shit but Mark Ruffalo really came back and was like, are you kidding me? Like, are, are you fucking serious? Mark Ruffalo is the only, <laughs> only celebrity who I'm like, yeah, you get it. <laughs> You're doing this acting shit for fun and to make some money. But like, if you were an actor, you'd be down here in these activist spaces, right? Um, but people are kind of awakening to it. And I saw a lot of like despair, a lot of like, well, what do we do if like all these people are like connected what do we do this it's so much deeper than we thought right i was listening to this podcast um it's called the quietest revolution the the woman who runs it is her name is amber khan um her latest podcast she talks about tyler perry's studio opening and she had a lot of interesting thoughts on that i know it's like a big deal but she was like you know (laughs) <laughs> Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton were there, rubbing elbows with Beyonce and Jay Z. And Jay Z, what? Jay Z's known for, for funding organ, for funding companies, not even organizations, companies, that are really big on ankle bracelets, ankle monitors. He's like an investor. He makes a lot of money, off of people going into house arrest, right? <laughs> the clintons there's so much shit about the clintons i could go on and on and on look it up (laughs) look up the clintons because they're fucking evil like truly evil right especially bill going to epstein's island and and ambercon had had talked about that and how you know beyonce and jay-z sold out prince's legacy and she talked. She, she correlated the two, and, and I'm still trying to figure out the correlation. Um, I just thought it was really interesting, and you guys should listen to that podcast. Just in general, I think it's really great, but that episode in particular was very good. Um, so people are kind of connecting shit and, and realizing the system's a lot deeper than we think, and rich people are a lot more invested than we think, and, and they're really kind of holding us down, right? And people are, are getting this, this big sense. It's like when people first come come to the light about activism, right? Or they come to the light about the shit that's going on. I had this revelation when I was, like, 16. <laughs> I was like, this shit isn't right. And then it just kind of kick-started. So I've been doing this for a really long time. More so when I was younger internally. And then when I got older, you know, into my 20s and into, into my adulthood, it was, it was more activism-based. Um but I've been doing this this work for a while, right? So nothing shocks me anymore. There's no there's no connections that really fuck me up the way that they used to when I was younger. But a lot of people are now older and they're they're seeing this shit and they're coming to terms with it. And it's really weighing them down. And I guess the best thing I can do is tell you how I do it i don't do it very well i'm the kind of person where i feel an emotion and i sit in it for like a day and then i'm like all right time to get up and maybe that's the proper way to do it you, know, you give yourself a day to really feel the shit and feel how you feel and cry and scream and get mad and 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 feel hopeless and then you the next day you go to sleep you wake up all right time to go time to do something Right? It's not enough to just ignore it, because if you ignore it, you kind of become part of the problem. If you ignore some shit, you perpetuate it. you're ignoring it, so you're pretending like it doesn't exist when people are still dying, and can people are dying like that's kind of always the the go to that people go to like people are dying when I say people are dying, I mean like people are dying because of the the system people are dying because of the state. People are dying not because they're dying of natural causes. People aren't dying just because, you know, a a random act of murder. They're not dying because a serial killer. They're not dying in these freak accidents. They're mass dying. There's genocide happening everywhere, right? There's genocide at the border, if we're being very honest. If we're being very, very honest, there's genocide at the border. There's genocide against those Central Americans against those Central American children. That's a genocide. So let's be honest. So that was heavy, right? That was a very heavy moment. That was a very heavy thing that I just said. So how do you kind of come out of that heaviness? I've read a lot of activist work. Angela Davis talks about it. Sarah Ahmed talks about it. Talks about how to take care of yourself. And in my in my classes we talk a lot about self-care as well and how you really need to like do the work internally for yourself because there's a lot of trauma like this shit is traumatizing especially when you're a member of a community that is being severely oppressed that shit is traumatizing and it's traumatizing on purpose you know they want People to be traumatized and they want the trauma to carry on through generations so that way they're easier to control and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you know, I can go on and on and on. But you really have to take care of the trauma. You know, and whether that's finding it in community, whether that's finding it in the individual, whether that's finding it somehow, some way, it's releasing yourself of that trauma and it doesn't even have to be trauma correlated to to the oppression it could just be trauma of your life trauma that you see in front of you like there's a lot of we talk a lot about the inner child right like everyone always talks about you got to heal the inner child yeah but like they're not wrong they might be saying in some like fucking annoying ass way like heal the inner child and and let's relax like that that shit annoys me to no end i cannot relax when you're talking to me like that (laughs) when the meditation is like a guided meditation and you're fucking talking to me like i'm a two-year-old kid no this doesn't work you're not talking to my inner child because my inner child was never like that me as a child was never like that so come on so it's it's really tackling the shit from your childhood because that is traumatic right The stuff that happens to us as a kid is really traumatic and we don't even know. And it carries on with us into adulthood and we don't really recognize it as adults. Because we're trying to be like, oh, that was the past, that was the past, that was the past. Well, you got to heal it, right? can't ignore it. So really just like healing the trauma of like your childhood, even being a teenager. Being a teenager, whether you were like an angsty teen or not, was traumatic because that's when you're kind of realizing shit when you're kind of seeing the way that in which the world works and you're learning how to play the game and you're seeing how others play the game and you're learning like okay there's some really bad motherfuckers out here some really bad people there's some really fucked up shit going on because you're realizing that because you're becoming an adult and especially if you're like a woman or you know woman fem, fem presenting and hyper feminine you get a lot of really fucked up attention a lot of fucked up attention so you're learning this this world so even a, you're, you you got to heal your inner teenager <laughs> i think that's who needs the most love is the inner teenager <laughs> we kind of go straight for the child and forget the the that the teen has some fucking trauma too. <laughs> I hate that I stuttered. That was annoying. Uh, but you know what I mean? It's really just about your healing yourself. Because if you can heal yourself, you can I guess kind of take on not the burden, but but look at that shit head on. Look at those this world head on and say, okay i'm ready to do some shit i'm ready to fuck some shit up and it's a process it's not like all of a sudden one day oh i'm healed from all my trauma it's like a lifelong thing that you got to heal from your trauma <laughs> it's not just to like poof oh healed okay i can do the work it's day by day some days i'm really in my activist shit some days i'm really really involved right some days i'm that's all i want to do and i'm i'm really hyper focused on it and other days i'm like i don't want to fucking do any of this i just really want to lay in bed and sleep today or i really just want to go to the beach today or i really just want to see my friends today and let's like not have a conversation about you know the system and let's let's not have conversations about this shit let's just like chill Let's chill. Let's watch a movie. Let's have a drink. Let's, or even like, let's not have a drink. You know, we got to create sober spaces so that way we're not like always drinking to try to cope. We're not always smoking to try to cope. Like, we really got to create these spaces, right? Like, let's just hang out. Let's watch a movie. Let's eat. Let's go out to eat. Let's make food. Let's, let's, let's be a community, right? Like a, a small, tight knit, close friend community, right? And that's how I heal. I see people. I like being around people. (laughs) If we want to get into the astrology of it, it's because I'm a Leo. (laughs) I'm a very social sign. (laughs) I'm very social. I love being around people. One of my favorite things to do in my life is to go over to my best friend's house and we sit and we watch a movie. We don't always smoke, we don't always get high sometimes we do sometimes we don't like that's one of the most healing things in my life you know two years ago i went through some really fucked up traumatic shit for a really long time for a while it was just hit after hit after hit after hit i was the most depressed i had ever been i couldn't even do the work that i wanted to i was i knew what was going on, I was up to date and I was reading about it and I was, you know, thinking about it and I was writing about it and I was involved in the spaces, but I couldn't do it to the, to my fullest ability. I could never have made this podcast two years ago, never, because it was, my life was just too hard, it was really, really rough, and the thing that helped me heal with that was going to my best friend's house and... Hanging out and just feeling like connection, right? I think the connection is healing. And Sarah Ahmed talks about that in her one of her novels. Um, Well, it's not a novel, but in one of her books, I call every book, even if it's an autobiography or a biography, a novel. I call everything a novel. I don't. If it's a book, it's a novel. (laughs) So sorry. Uh, I'm an English major. I shouldn't. I should know the differences, but everything's a novel. Um, but in, in her book, she talks about like finding similar people is healing. Finding friends who feel the same way you do and think the same way you do and, and, and are in the same like spaces as you is, is healing. And she doesn't mean like you only find people who are exactly like you, you know, even people who think the same way as you are different from you. There are people in my classes where we, we're on the same fucking wavelength. We think the same way. We say some of the sim- most similar shit. We're very different. We're very, very different from each other. And that's okay. That's okay. We can, we can be similar enough to get along, but different enough to be individual people. And that's what the last podcast was about. Like, love, right? It's like, we're different. We're very different. But like we still get along. And I don't mean it in some like hokey pokey like like Alan DeGeneres kind of shit. Because that, that man is a fucking war criminal. And so is Obama. <laughs> they are some fucking war criminals. And the fact that they're trying to rehabilitate George Bush's image is wild to me. Fucking wild. <laughs> I think I think it's a ploy to get to get people to see oh republicans aren't that bad. Remember George Bush? I really think it's like one of those fucking ploys cuz they're they're really trying to get rid of but they're really trying to get rid of Trump. They the republicans are really honestly trying to get rid of Trump too. They don't like him either. Like really, they really don't fucking like him. So they're they're trying to rehabilitate the republican, you know, image. <clears throat> or at least that's what I think my conspiracy theorist ass thinks. Um But it's not like that. It's it's not being friends with people who are like fucking assholes and who are like white supremacists and who are fucking Nazis. I'm not going to be friends with a white supremacist. Are you? Are you crazy? Never in my life will I ever be friends with a white supremacist. If I find out that you're a white supremacist, you better watch the fuck out. (laughs) Mm. I won't beat you up, but I know people who can. I know people who are willing to catch a case <laughs> um, <laughs> that was fucked up. I would fight you myself like <laughs> I really don't know anyone. <laughs> I'm just like being an asshole. um i it's just trying to connect with people right like having human connection with people and i think that's important and not a, just a, not a connection of oh we're just gonna like hang out and like watch tv oh we're just gonna hang out and we're gonna make some food Oh, we're gonna go out to eat oh like we're gonna go to the museum oh we're gonna go do this it's connection with people on a deeper level it's opening yourself up And you do have to be selective in who you open up to. You know, you can't just be opening up to everyone. And that's something I'm learning. I'm a very open book. I'm a very, very, very open book. There's some things I'm very private about. So like at work, I just be talking. I will talk and talk and talk and talk about my life, about myself, about what I'm doing, about what's happening. I will tell everyone, right? But I won't tell everything. There's a lot of shit that I keep super, super low key. Very, very quiet. There's shit only my best friend knows. There's shit only even I know. Right? So it's just talking. It's communicating. It's, it's having a really deep connection with people. It's like it's like, with me. I can be an open book and I can tell everyone, but there's only one person where I tell the really, really important shit too. I really only tell my best friend the most important shit. And I believe it's the same way back. And even if it's not, that's okay. Because everyone's really different. You gotta, to heal and to feel like the weight of the world is not on your shoulders, to feel like the system isn't crushing your bones and your soul, you really have to like talk communicate reach out to people talk about you talk about what the fuck is going on with you why do you feel the way you feel why is this why is this world getting you down why is the situation in your life getting you down so hard and and what can i do to help you and you have to be responsive You have to, when someone asks you, how are you feeling? And it's someone that genuinely cares about you and genuinely gives a fuck about you and genuinely genuinely wants to see you succeed in life. When they ask you, how are you doing? You be honest because that person's trying to help you because that person feels pain when they see you like that. That person feels deep, deep pain seeing someone they love and they care about in a really fucked up situation. And we're not good at hiding stuff as humans. Like, you know, there's always that, like, oh, well, he has a poker face. Oh, well, she's very good at hiding her emotions. You know, people always say that about people. We're not that good at it. When you're around your, your friends, when you're around people who have been around you, you're like you're basically your whole fucking life, or you're around people, like maybe they haven't been around you your whole life, but they've been around you enough to know you, right? They're your best friend. They're your, you know, you can even open up to your family. It could be your cousin, right? It could, be, it could be someone that's very, very close to you. It doesn't matter the relation. It doesn't matter how the time in which you've known them it's the closeness of your bond so when you're hurting people see that shit people see it in your eyes so you you have to open up right you got to talk you got to say say some shit about what's really going on and that's how you heal at least at least in my own life maybe this isn't for everyone maybe this isn't you know, this isn't my guidebook for all healing. Healing comes in very many different ways, but that's how I've been able to heal. I've been able to talk to my friends. I've been able to open up in ways in which I've never been able to open up to. And maybe it's because I went through that really traumatic shit. I went through like one of my best friends dying. One of my closest friends died. And I found out at school while I was in class that shit sucked that was some really fucked up shit and then just thing after thing after thing was happening in my life and i couldn't get out of it for like a year and a half it was just like one thing after another after another after another and it was like oh my god can't i just breathe but the only way that I got through that trauma, the only way I got through that fucked up shit is cuz I talked and I opened up and I I really I'm I was very closed and I'm still very closed to a certain extent, you know? Like I said I don't tell tell everyone everything. I don't tell people everything. But I really had to like force myself to open and force myself to talk and force myself to say this is how I feel, this is what I'm going through. And that's how I've been able to like heal, and heal. healing isn't linear. Everyone says that healing isn't linear. It's really not. Like I was having a great weekend, and then today it's just like, "Oof, this is a hard day." So now my healing is like podcasts. Now my healing is making these episodes to help me so that way I can fight this fucking system. So that way, I'm personally strong enough that I can say, fuck this shit. So that way, I can say, I'm not, we're not gonna tolerate this bullshit anymore. We're not gonna tolerate this fucking oppression. We're not gonna tolerate the bullshit. I'm not gonna tolerate this neoliberal bullshit of. <laughs> Just neoliberal bullshit. <laughs> I don't even want to get into it because I'm trying not to get into it today. But like, I've talked about it like 20 minutes ago. You know, like, it's, you, you have to be strong so you can fight. And maybe this is just coming from an activist perspective, you know? Not everyone is an activist. Not everyone wants to be in these spaces, but everyone thinks about these kinds of things and everyone gets really upset about this kind of shit. I know people who know nothing about activism, who want nothing to do with activism, right? And they still get weighed down when they learn about shit. They still get weighed down when they watch something as simple as Planet Earth 2 because they see the destruction they see what's going on you know they they don't know anything about activism and they don't know any of the the nuances of these conversations and they don't you know know the theory and that's completely fine knowing the theory does not mean that you're better than anyone else it just means you've read more you know but they they see what's happening at the border with the kids and they it weighs them down they get sad they get really really sad so this is more for those people and i guess those people need to figure out what works for them because they're not trying to fight the system you know I, i do believe everyone should and everyone should be radicalized and and the only way to fight the system is if everyone is radicalized but not everyone wants to be radicalized right not everyone is radicalized. So for those people I you got to find it out for yourself and maybe you can find a little gem in here that helps you out and you know, maybe it is the connection and and relating to people that helps you. Not so that way you can go out and be the activist, but that way you can go out and and be conscious and like live your life, right? So I don't know. This is the, everything I ever say is like really, really ranty, and I don't know if any of this makes any sense, but I really wanted to talk about healing, right? Because healing is, is really important, and healing doesn't get talked about enough, and, and sometimes healing isn't taking care of the, the inner child or the, the inner teen, like we said. Sometimes healing is take care of your shit, like today I have a lot of homework to do that I'm trying to get done before the weekend. So I have a day off. What am I going to do my homework? I'm really going to sit down. I'm going to study. So that way uh, on Sunday night I'm not scrambling to do it. It's always Sunday night. I'm not super stressed out and I turn in something I'm not really happy with. I'm going to try to get everything done t- today. Today and tomorrow and I'm just going to see, you know? But sometimes self not even just self care well self care yes, but healing is like is really taking care of your shit, paying your your credit card bills, saving your money and and cleaning your house, and even for some people taking a shower, you know it's sleeping, healing is sleeping, we recharge when we sleep, sleep is very important, so Healing can be be many things and everyone just kind of needs to figure it out for themselves. But this is just my advice. I don't even know if it's advice. This is just what I do. And I really, my healing is recording a podcast. So this is how I'm healing today. So that way I can get up and do my shit. (laughs) So find something that, that helps you get up and do your shit. Find something that helps you heal so you can get up and get all the shit that you need to get done. Whether it's for the world, whether it's for the community, whether it's just for yourself. I think that's a good note to end on, huh? (coughs) I think so. So I'm going to go now. I'm going to take care of my homework. I'm going to do what I need to do. I'm going to try to open my phone. (coughs) Open my phone so that way I can end this episode and you don't hear me fumbling at the end. But, I hope you guys have a good day we'll we'll be fine. We'll make it through. All right. See you guys later. Bye.